Hey, you guys. Welcome back to Black Canvas. On today's episode, we're going to talk about some tips to increasing our motivation and also finding out ways that we can improve ourselves and find happiness in our everyday lives. So when I think of motivation, of course, there's different types of motivation that we have, which one can be intrinsic and another can be extrinsic motivation. So when we think of inner and external things that we can do to motivate us, it's important for us to remember that we need to set challenges but realistic goals that can help us stay motivated and complete tasks. So I love to get out there and do things that I haven't done before, but I also love to set career goals and paths for myself so that I can learn how to make better decisions, but also to be aware of what actually motivates me and how can I maintain it moving forward. So I want to give you guys five ways that we can focus on our motivation, and then we're going to talk about some tips that we can use to increase our motivation if we're lacking in those. So our first one is to learn to manage our energy and not our time. Um, And when we say not our time, it doesn't mean that time is not important, but being aware of our energy is vital for us moving forward in our day-to-day life. So when we think of energy, if you think of it as almost as a currency, and when I think of money, money is very important and we need it, of course, to, to spend, to be able to survive and to buy things we need. But how often do we actually invest in our energy? And for many people, we make promises that maybe we can't keep at times, which makes it hard for us to manage our time and energy. Or at times when we think of our energy, when it starts to deplete, we lose track of those strategies or techniques that will help to rebuild our energy. So motivation isn't just a time problem. It actually involves our energy more than we think. Um, So I always like to think of it as what can I actually do to cause me to feel enthusiastic or to give me a certain level of love and respect for my body, my mind, and my spirit. And for many of us, when we think of just especially during COVID-19 time, it's been really difficult for people to find or outsource their energy or to find tasks that are going to be exciting and helpful for them because you get to the point where you're stuck in your house or maybe you're stuck in a rut and doing some of the same behaviors over and over again. So we need to focus on planning our days and actually making um, our energy better by actually spreading out our parts of our day of knowing what do I want to do today that's going to help to increase my energy and what are some things that maybe I haven't attempted that I can take advantage of now that I do have more time how can I delegate those tasks or get to a point where I start to become confident in using energy versus just using my time number two surround yourself with positive people who are motivated and loving I think that being around people who motivate us is really going to help us to move forward, but also it impacts us greatly because we actually have to look outside of ourselves and they can sometimes supercharge us. They give us energy and give us the ability to look at things from a different perspective. Um, And when you think of just how do I feel when I'm around other people that have a lot of positive things to say or people who just give off positive energy, it gives us the opportunity to actually learn about how we invest our own energy moving forward. So friends can definitely be a positive asset. When we think of people in our jobs, they can give us different types of energy. 
They can tell us things that maybe we haven't heard. They can give us new ideas that we can actually try. I love being motivated by others, but interacting with people who are critical can drain us and can sometimes zap out the energy and motivation we have. So the more positive people I surround myself with, the better opportunities I do have to make better choices. Our third one is to celebrate the actual successors that, and successes that we have in our life. So when I think of successors, those are like our family, our friends, our people who maybe have taught us those, those things, the quirks, the things we need to move forward. They really have given us the opportunity to celebrate in the things we do have. But also when we celebrate successes, it goes back to like almost a reverse bucket list. Looking back to things you've already accomplished, things you've done in your past that were positive and actually using that to motivate us. So an example, if you've ever been able to run a marathon, if you've had maybe the opportunity to cook your favorite meal for family or for an event, that is a success. It may be a small success to you, but it can motivate you for future goals and things that you've set up for yourself because you get to tell yourself that I'm grateful for that experience. And I'm not just proud about what I've done, but I'm actually grateful I had the the ability to do it. And also I can resource other people who may have in the past or maybe currently who have been successful at some of these tasks. They can give me pretty much the roadmap of how I can live and move forward and doing the next right thing for me. Let's go to number four. What about being compassionate when we actually make mistakes? Now, negative self-talk is something that we all can fall back on. When we think of judgmental and harsh criticisms, when we think of ways that we actually beat ourselves up because of our setbacks, we have to get to the point where we start to find love and compassion for that little part of ourselves that's negative. And to reverse the way we feel is by actually saying positive mantras, being able to say it's okay to not have the answers, and to also learn to remind ourselves that we or more than a sum of our mistakes and that we're going to make mistakes and that we don't have to feel bad and feel weak because of our struggles, but we can actually practice a little self-compassion. And in practicing, practicing self-compassion, we can learn to face our failures and face our setbacks with a different viewpoint. So I always love to say that I don't want to be a jerk to myself and saying negative things, but I can reverse it and realize that I don't have to be misguided anymore, but I can find love through my adversity. And our last one, number five, is to create an environment that can cause us to feel happy and hold. So I love to create energy and environments, physical environments around me that are positive, and actually to get to a point where if I feel chaotic or feel like I'm in a situation that is not designed to help me feel a high sense of motivation, that I always have the right to move forward or to disconnect. It's important for us to find environments that are conducive for our goals and that we can organize our minds and our bodies so that we can let go of that negative concept that we once had and manage our irritability in different ways. But also if after a long day I feel exhausted, I can find compassion in my workplace, compassion in my home, compassion in myself. And then on a regular basis, I can start to recite those positive things that are going to encourage me moving forward so that I don't get back to feeling like I'm worthless or that I can't actually accomplish goals that I obviously can. So when you think of tips of increasing our motivation, it's important for us to set realistic goals. 
to set learning goals, goals that we can learn from, we can set that can motivate us in actually completing and beginning tasks, that we actually value the tasks that we are completing. So when we think of understanding why am I doing a task, seeing the importance of it and actually feeling motivated can help us to complete tasks and create a positive attitude. Positive self-talk, as I love to tell people, can be not only motivating for us, but it can help people who have self-doubt in themselves. The more that we practice it and share it, the more they can learn how to break down their own goals and actually recite positive statements to themselves. What about keeping a to-do list? Monitor your own progress and check off things on our list when we actually do accomplish those goals. And when I can monitor my progress, I monitor the learning I'm actually getting from my actual experiences. So self-test questions, maybe asking yourself questions of what have I accomplished? How much time do I have to cre create this opportunity? And how can I motiva motivate myself to continue working harder to reach the goals that I would like for me? And the last one I would like to give is to learn from our mistakes. Knowledge is power. And y'all maybe heard that phrase before, but when I increase my knowledge and I realize that I can be successful at particular tasks, then I actually can reach goals and I can actually become who I always wanted to be. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast today on learning to find happiness and motivation within ourselves, but also knowing that there are many tips that are out there that can help us when we feel that we've lacked our motivation and that we just need to believe in ourselves and we can grow moving forward. And let's remember you guys to embrace our uniqueness because the world is our canvas. Have a great day.